गीता सुगीता कर्तव्या किम अन्य शास्त्र विस्तरैही इट इज सैड इन द महिमा ऑफ गीता दैट इफ वी स्टडी भगवदगीता इट सेल्फ दैट इज सफिशियंट वन नीड नॉट गो इन टू स्टडी ऑफ ऑल अदर स्क्रिप्चर्स देन बिकॉज भगवदगीता इज द एसेंस of the upanishads and upanishads are the essence of the vedas and the vedas are the very foundation of all spirituality all religion of this world there is nothing new anywhere else which is said which is not there in the vedas so veda akhila dharma moolam veda is the very root of all the dharma all the paths of righteousness the very basis are the vedas which are very ancient and in the vedas we have the karma kanda we have the upasana and we have knowledge so vedas tell us how to act in this world and attain whatever one wants in this world as well as the other world vedas talk about upasana various types of worship which help to purify our mind but ultimately the vedas reveal the top knowledge of our own self in upanishad so the aim and goal of the vedas is to make us realize who we are what is our real nature and uh, the same is the goal of this bhagavad gita also therefore bhagavad gita begins with the word dharma and concludes with the word mama mama dharma my nature who am i is revealed in the gita and this is the main knowledge which one has to acquire most of us in the state of ignorance live in this world without knowing who we are and when we don't know ourselves we don't know what we have to do and what we have to attain everything is very vague so when a similar situation happened to arjuna also when he came on the battlefield he got so confused he did not know what he has to do because he was not very sure of who he is so taking uh, this opportunity of arjuna's confusion bhagwan shri krishna gave the essence of the upanishad to arjuna in the battlefield and through arjuna to all of us so as it was said in the introduction also now that uh, the upanishad the sar of upanishad is conveyed in the mahavakya aham brahmasmi and so many many mahavakyas are there that i am that brahma i the pure consciousness i the witness of this body mind intellect i that atma is brahma is the very core and the very origin of the entire universe it is so amazing actually 
even science is trying to find out what is the source of this universe what is the secret behind the universe and the secret is within each one of us it is hidden as though in deep within our own heart and all of us knowingly unknowingly are moving towards it moving towards recognizing ourselves moving towards discovering ourselves and every step we take towards the self discovery it gives us more and more peace and more and more happiness so we we understand the value of uh, education in the world but uh, materialistic education we send our children to uh, get this education but what is required is a holistic education a spiritual education because uh, worldly education makes us aware of the world but uh, if one is not aware of oneself then the education is incomplete so one should be able to recognize oneself and uh, and the method or the way to recognize oneself is is to go in the state of meditation or samadhi avastha turiya avastha in the state of meditation one comes to recognize oneself as we are meditation means when the mind is silent and i am looking at myself through myself see when the mind is disturbed or mind is having all thoughts it creates the image of this world so mind is like the film which gets projected on the screen and we see a movie so when we see a movie it is nothing but the projection of that film and that uh, light which is there behind that film it projects the whole thing on the screen so if we want to know what is the origin of that movie we go back and we reach the film but the film is also supported by the light so in our case the film is the mind mind is projecting this world which we see the thoughts are projecting this world whatever be our type of thoughts that type of world we see it is just like our dream our dream is also projected by our mind the waking world is also projected by mind and it is just a projection depending on the type of thoughts we see the world but who is this i who is seeing that i is not only the witness of the world but also the witness of the mind and in order to recognize that real i one has to silence the mind one has to make the mind quiet so mind becomes quiet not by force not by some uh, medicine or something but it becomes quiet through knowledge through uh, right attitude and through right type of action so right type of action bhagwan gives as the first step to quieten the mind which is called karma yoga then the right type of attitude while performing action that is the bhakti 
and ultimately one has to gain that knowledge who am i what is this mind what is the nature of this mind when this is recognized the mind becomes quiet one gives up the identification with the mind the mind becomes silent and in the silence of the mind one comes to realize who am i what is my real nature again to give the example of a movie we are so engrossed in watching a movie that we forget ourselves and suddenly the when there sometimes you don't know when the interval happens uh, suddenly interval the lights are put on then your attention from the screen goes away and it comes to yourself similarly when the disturbance of the mind if it is there our attention is on the mind and on that which is projected by the mind but when the mind stops all this disturbance our attention goes on ourselves so in the state of meditation one recognizes oneself and in that state of meditation one drops all our identification with the mind with the sense of i which is there which is also part of the mind a thought in the mind so that renunciation happens in the state of meditation one one drops all identification one drops all confusion and gets established in oneself as we are but to attain that state we require knowledge to gain that knowledge we require bhakti to gain that bhakti we require karma so karma yoga is the first uh, step which then uh, graduates into bhakti and jnana and which leads to dhyana so we find that bhagwan talks about uh, karma yoga in the in the beginning of this bhagavad gita in the first six chapters talks about karma yoga culminates culminating in meditation then bhagwan talks about bhakti in detail from 7 chapter onwards he reveals his uh, that uh, cosmic nature and talks about bhakti through bhakti how we can understand the oneness in all that there is one supreme reality pervading everything and everyone but ultimately in the deep state of meditation we have to give up our identification with the limited sense of i and get established in our own self that is revealed in the in the last six chapters culminating in this 18 chapter the 18 chapter is also the essence of the entire bhagavad gita if one studies this 18th chapter one will get the gist of the entire gita it begins with arjuna's question arjuna wants to know what exactly is the meaning of renunciation and uh, though ultimately the renunciation is of that ego itself but to reach that state we have to begin with karma so bhagwan talks about karma only that performing your actions your duties without the sense of uh, without attachment to the doership or the action as well as the result of action and taking whatever comes as 
as prasad is the first step of uh, renunciation. Sattvic renunciation, Bhagavan says, but is the first step of becoming free from the clutches of this world. By performing our, fulfilling our responsibilities with a particular attitude, then I become free of the, of the, of the attachment to the world. See, it's like a person who learns to drive. In the initial stages, there is so much of tension. One is so tense that holds on to the steering also and keeps on looking here and there with the big eyes. So, even people on the street, they get frightened. But later on, that person becomes so expert that uh, it should not be done, but he, uh, one hand is on the steering, one is on the mobile, one is trying to, not three hands, but uh, also simultaneously trying to adjust the songs and all, and tell stories also on the way. So he is quite comfortable. Similarly, when we do perform actions which are not our responsibilities, we become tense. When we do what we should not do, and when we don't do what we should do, we become tense. When we don't act in a proper attitude, then also it leads to tension. So all this, if they are taken care of, and we follow the path of karma yoga very sincerely, we will become free of karma. Karma will happen, actions will go on spontaneously, and the mind will become more and more relaxed and free. If that is achieved, and this also further is achieved when we dedicate our actions to a higher goal, to that uh, consciousness, to that existence existing everywhere, uh, then our mind starts becoming more and more calm, peaceful, and we become free, and in that free and calm mind, we can gain the understanding of our own self and reach that state of meditation. So Bhagwan analyzed uh, the different types of uh, action, sattvic, rajasic, tamasic, and encouraged Arjuna that you should perform the sattvic action, which is free from attachment to the action as well as the result of action. Bhagavan also talked about three types of uh, doer, the sattvic, rajasic, tamasic doer. He also talked about three types of vision, sattvic, rajasic, tamasic. Also talked about three types of buddhi, three types of understanding, and three types of perseverance. In short, what it means is, there is a doer who performs action, there is that action, and there is the result which comes through action. All these three happen in the, in the physical world itself. The doer, the action, as well as the result of action, all happen in the physical world, what we call Prakriti. The pure self is neither the doer, nor the action, nor the result of action. But these three factors, if they are made more and more sattvic, then one can become free of their clutches. 
it's like pole vault. In order to jump very high, we take the help of that long pole, and then we, with the momentum, we run, we put it in the ground. We means the Olympic, whatever, huh? Don't expect me to do it. So, <laughs> we put it in the ground, and then we jump, and then after reaching a particular height, that person just drops that pole and crosses over, jumps to the other side. So at that point, he drops that pole. Similarly, after uh, from tamasic action, doer, and the result, we should rise to rajasic level, and from rajasic to sattvic level, and from sattvic, we can go beyond the three gunas. Trigunatita, we can become free from the three gunas. So the three types of doers, Bhagwan explained, three types of um, actions, Bhagwan explained, and all that is required for that, and three types of results now, Bhagwan is explaining. Three types of result, in short, are the three types of happiness which we get. When we perform action, the result comes, outward result comes, but inner also we feel a sense of peace and happiness. And that also is divided into three types, sattvic, rajasic and tamasic. So from the tamasic happiness, one should rise to the rajasic level, and from the rajasic to sattvic, and from sattvic, one should go beyond Sattvagun also. So this has been explained here. We will uh, go through it and slowly as, uh, as we study the shlokas, it will become more and more clear. All this whole Bhagavad Gita is like a jigsaw puzzle. See when you, you must have played with this jigsaw puzzles and all. When you look at those individual pieces, they appear very strange. You can see only one eye or sometimes a part of a hand. Hmm. But when they are all connected together, we can see the beautiful uh, image. Similarly, the whole of Bhagavad Gita has to be properly studied, and each of the shlokas are like the, the pieces. When they are connected well, we can see the wonderful picture. So... Let us uh, go ahead and uh, try to understand what are the three types of happiness which one experiences. If we understand it well, we will be able to transcend them also. Let us try to understand verse number 36, chapter 18, will chant. Sukham Tvidanim Trividham Shrunume Bharatar Shabha Abhyasadramate Yatra Dukhantanchanigachati Sukham Tvidanim Trividham Shrunume Bharatar Shabha Abhyasadramate 
भगवान से हे भरत अर्षभ दिस ही एड्रेस इज अर्जुना वो बेस्ट अमाउंग द भरत कुल ही सेज दैट देर आर थ्री टाइप्स ऑफ सुख थ्री टाइप्स ऑफ हैप्पीनेस एवरीथिंग इज वेरी ब्यूटिफुली साइंटिफिकली क्लासिफाइड वेन थिंग्स आर क्लासिफाइड इट बिकम्स इजियर टू कॉम्प्रीहेंड जस्ट एज इन द फील्ड ऑफ साइंस ऑल्सो सो मेनी एलिमेंट्स आर देर वेन देवर properly classified then we can understand their the periodic table and all we can understand their properties uh, well similarly the happiness which we experience sukha kha means uh, space space of our minds su means good when that space of our mind becomes good that is the literal translation of this word sukha it is experience in our mind only it is experience the the experience of the sukha or the type of sukha depends on the quality of the mind not quality of your mobile it depends on the quality of the mind of course the seeing the mobile the quality of the mind might change but it is not the mobile which gives us happiness it is the quality of the mind if the quality is maintained well then it doesn't matter what is the outer world you will always be happy but if the quality goes down even if the world around seems to be very good one feels miserable the misery and the joy depends on the mind the nature of the mind and this is the state of this mind or nature of the mind is classified broadly into three tamasik rajasik satvik so first bhagwan talks about satvik so sukha when the mind is in the best condition when there are no agitations in the mind when the mind is absolutely pure when the mind is uh, in a state of uh, total harmony huh that is the this as though the space of the mind is very clear in the sky also sometimes we find it's very clear sky at times you find lot of clouds and dark clouds and so many things happening in in cities and all you see fogs and smog and and all sorts of pollution also one experiences uh, in the sky similarly the space of our mind if it is polluted very badly polluted that is called tamasik that is called dukha du du means bad dukha dushit but when the mind is pure or the space is good clean then it's called sukha so this sukha bhagwan says are of three types sukham tu idanim trividam shrunume bharat arshabha tamasik rajasik and satvik we will see the tamasik and all that uh, this uh, tamasik uh, sukha is a very of a low type rajasik sukha makes a person very restless and move around in this world satvik sukha makes the mind more and more calm and when a person reaches the satvik sukha that leads that person into state of meditation or samadhi in the second chapter of gita we had seen that uh, प्रसन्न चेतसो याशु बुद्धि पर्यवतिष्ठति 
that when there is a prasannata, that inner joy, when one feels great sense of joy and peace, that uh, state, I mean that condition leads a person into a state of meditation. It's very interesting. Many times we keep on struggling to attain that state of meditation. But if the mind is restless, rajasic, meditation is not possible. If it is tamasic, meditation is not possible. Sleep is possible. Meditation is not possible. So generally in the name of meditation, people go to sleep. Or they will keep on using their mind, creating different types of image and imagination. That is also not meditation. Meditation, that state is attained when the mind becomes calm, peaceful and happy. That happiness leads one into the state of meditation. When the mind is happy and peaceful, it is no longer agitated. Mind is agitated just to achieve happiness. But once it has attained that happiness and peace, it is absolutely still. The mind doesn't go into the past. Nor does the mind goes into the future. Nor is it excited about the present. So in that state of complete calmness and peacefulness of the mind, one reaches what we call the state of meditation or Turiya Avastha. And in that Turiya Avastha, one experiences oneself as we are. So therefore this is very important to understand what is this Sukha, Sattvic Sukha. Bhagavan says, Abhyasad Ramate Yatra Dukhantancha Nigachati. This Sattvic Sukha, uh, it comes when the mind becomes pure and also, uh, yeah, also becomes absolutely calm. But this calmness and purity of the mind comes by constant practice. Constant practice of, uh, of uh, knowledge, of uh, vairagya makes the mind more and more calm and peaceful. In the sixth chapter also, if you remember, Bhagavan said that mind is very difficult to control, but it can be controlled through abhyas and vairagya. Abhyas means practice, constantly making the mind uh, either repeat some uh, thoughts or uh, make the mind understand its true nature huh. and simultaneously develop vairagya from the mind. When there is vairagya, mind is no more attracted towards the world, it is not distracted from the world outside. And when we practice to make the mind calm, there is no distraction from the world within. And the mind, when it becomes absolutely still, we reach the state of sukha, sattvic sukha, abhyasat. Therefore, even the regular practice of, let us say, japa or puja or uh, what you call dhyana, or Swadhyaya, regularly when we practice, slowly and steadily the mind starts attaining that state of calmness and peacefulness. It might take a long time, but once the mind starts reveling in abhyas, reveling in practice, then it will slowly attain the state of calmness.
Abhyasad Ramate. Ramate means it starts reveling in Abhyas. And another sign of this Sattvic Sukha is Dukhan Tanchanigachati. All the sorrows comes to an end. Sorrows come to an end. Sadness, suffering, pain, huh? some things which we have uh, uh, done in the past or whatever we have attained, certain things have given us some sadness, some situation. And those sadness remain in our heart. Whenever we remember them, again it comes back. When we remember them vividly, we again experience the same sadness also. People tell sad stories and they also cry and others, listeners also, they cry. What happened? There was a lot of hospital Ram Nam Satya ho gaya. Kiska? Kab? 20 saal pehle. So, one goes back into that, creates the whole thing, atmosphere, and one experiences uh, sorrow. But when one reaches the state of sattvic joy, then even when you remember, even if the sorrowful incident or situation is remembered, one doesn't feel unhappy. That is the sign of sattvic joy. Sattvic joy. Rajasic joy, if you remind that fellow, is totally goes into depression only. Suppose a, a person throws a party and all, everything is happening very happy and all. Then you come and tell him the bad news which he had heard before also. Again that person goes into sadness. But if sattvic joy, even if one remembered the sad incident or something, uh, situation is negative in the present moment also, it doesn't affect the mind. That is the sign, a very important sign of sattvic joy. It is unconditional. That is the sign that it is unconditional. It doesn't depend on the condition of the world outside. It depends on the condition of the mind itself. And that is what we have to attain. Every one of us seeking happiness, why not seek this? This is a, this is a high grade of happiness. This is the, the topmost uh, level of happiness in the world outside. Sattvic happiness. Hmm. So, Abhyasat Ramate Yatra Dukhantancha Nigachati. So, through Abhyas, hmm, through Vairagya and through knowledge, slowly and steadily the mind becomes more and more calm and peaceful and one reaches the state of total relaxation, peace and happiness because of the condition of the mind. That is called sattvic happiness. It is devoid of all sorrow. But this abhyas in the beginning is more, is little, little difficult or it will lead to little, uh, what you call, that might lead to some, uh, some, uh, uh, some, some difficulty. But later on, as one attains that state, one becomes uh, totally free of all disturbances. 
That's what Bhagwan continues with this sattvic uh, happiness in the next verse also. He gives some more points about it. Yatta dagre vishamiva Pariname mrutopamam Tatsukham sattvikam proktam Atma buddhi prasadajam Yatta dagre vishamiva Pariname mrutopamam This sattvic sukha in the beginning means when we have not reached it but we are moving towards it. We are practicing. Practicing to clean the mind. Practicing to gain the right understanding. In the initial stages of practice, it appears like vishamiva, like poison. You have to sit and do some japa or one has to do some contemplation to become free of, of the negative it is like uh, uh, kama, krodha, lobha, moha, madha, matsar. In the beginning, it appears as though very strenuous and like poison only. The path of spirituality in the beginning appears to be very difficult and full of uh, trouble and full of uh, it like poison. But, Bhagavan says, as you become more and more uh, pure, as the mind becomes more and more pure, as you become more and more uh, wise, as the mind becomes more and more still, one starts experiencing supreme joy, supreme peace, peace that passes all understanding, as they say. And for that, even one second of that peace, people might be willing to give up all their wealth also. That type of peace, that type of happiness, one experiences uh, when the mind is absolutely calm and peaceful. This, This is something which one has to experience in order to understand it. Theoretically, we might understand but one has to actually experience to comprehend and understand it fully. Hmm. So, yat tad agre vishamiva pariname mrutopamam. In the result, it is like amrut, like ambrosia, like nectar, full of joy, full of peace and bliss. Then that person is not interested or even if the wealth of this world is given, it is insignificant to that person. Even if the kingdom of heaven is given to this person, he says, Nay, I am very happy. You may go. It's like uh, one who has attained that diamond. If some uh, piece of uh, glass is offered, he says, Nay, I don't want. Just a worldly example. Huh? There's no comparison. But for a person who has experienced that sattvic happiness, uh, all other happiness of this world seems insignificant, seems totally uh, devoid of all rasa, devoid of all taste. 
tasteless it becomes. So tat sukham sattvikam proktam. That sukha is called sattvik. But from where? How come that? From where this sukha comes? That sukha comes from within only. Atma buddhi prasadajam. When that buddhi, when our understanding of the self, the whole attention, when the mind becomes calm, peaceful, the whole attention is withdrawn towards our own self. The buddhi comes to comprehend our own self, and the joy of the self is felt, uh, expressing through the mind. The joy of the, it's like the sun, which is shining very brilliantly in the sky, uh, but one is not directly looking at the sun, but looking at the reflection of the sun in the waters. If the water is absolutely dirty, muddy, and what you call totally uh, bad, the reflection is not clear. But if the water be start becoming clean, the reflection becomes more and more clear. And in absolutely pure and clean water, the reflection is perfect. The water by itself is not shining. It is because of the reflection of the sun, it is shining. Similarly, the mind itself is not happy. It is the reflection of the happiness of the self which gets as though projected, reflected in the mind. So, Atma Buddhi Prasadajam, this joy is of Atma Buddhi, it's the Prasad, is a, is a joy of our own self. And when one experiences this joy, then one's attention from the whole world gets withdrawn and one gets established in one's own self. And such a person is called a realized master, one who is recognized and established in his own self, is a realized master. And even after gaining the state of realization, uh, the body may continue to be seen, the mind may be continue to be seen, and the world also will continue to be seen, but for a realized master, it will all be a totally different uh, experience altogether. The whole world will be an experience of his own self. Like Bhagwan Krishna here, he is talking as a realized master, he says the whole world is myself. Maya tatamidam sarvam. I pervade the whole world. I myself am there in the sun, in the moon. I am in the earth. I myself was there before the creation. I am now and I will be in future. I am the one who takes avatar in this world. What Krishna Bhagwan is saying, every realized master will say. Because it is the same reality. It is not something different. So to, therefore, this is very important that we experience, we reach the state of Sattvik Sukha. What prevents us? What prevents us from experiencing or going, reaching the Sattvik Sukha? Because we are very happy with Tamasik and Rajasik Sukha. Ah, vishaya indriya sanyogat yat tad agre amrutopamam parename vishamiva tat sukham rajasam smitam. Bhagwan says it is this sukha is born from vishaya 
एंड इंद्रिय संयोग संयोग मीन्स एसोसिएशन ऑफ द सेंसेस एंड द ऑब्जेक्ट ऑफ द सेंसेस द एक्सपीरियंस और द सुख इज जनरेटेड दैट इज ऑल्सो एक्सपीरियंस इन अवर माइंड बट द माइंड एक्सपीरियंस इज दिस सुख वेन द सेंसेस कम इन कॉन्टैक्ट विद द सेंस ऑब्जेक्ट वेन वन सीज समथिंग वेरी नाइस देन देर इज अ ग्रेट जॉय वेन आई ईट समथिंग ऑफ माई चॉइस देन देर इज ग्रेट जॉय सो दैट सुख इज एक्सपीरियंस वेन द टंग कम्स इन कॉन्टैक्ट विद दैट ऑब्जेक्ट इवन थिंकिंग अबाउट इट गिव स्टार्ट गिविंग मी जॉय समबडी टेल्स आ रहा है अभी अभी गरम गरम करके मैं बना रहा हूं i am i have read the special recipe now i got it done and i am bringing it just that imagination the mind starts dreaming and imagining and it feels very happy then it waits then actually seeing that there is more happiness there is more excitement priya more than pramod it is called priya means when we hear about it more than when we see it and then actually when we eat it we feel that pramod more happiness but this happiness is because of our contact of our senses with the object or through imagination of our uh, enjoying those objects it gives rise to happiness one experiences great uh, what sense of goodness that is happiness but this happiness is rajasik and all all our senses they have this ability to give rise to this type of happiness our eyes our nose our skin our tongue all of them they give but it also if it is not conducive then it gives unhappiness also while we are eating suddenly we find something in that uh, which is not conducive we feel unhappy ne yeah? if we bite an apple and see half a worm in it we feel unhappy ne because other half has gone in so that will lead to unhappiness so this happiness is what generally in the world people understand people understand this type of happiness which comes through object to material goods through our house through wealth through moving to different places sightseeing uh-huh, possessing things interacting with people having friends chatting hmm, all those cinemas dance drama music drinking jumping dancing all these are uh, considered as rajasik happiness they are conditional only when certain conditions are fulfilled the mind reaches a state of goodness and that gives us this experience of joy once the condition is removed mind goes back into its original condition or sometimes worst also after experiencing great joy if suddenly that joy is removed mind feel goes into depression sometimes if one if that thing is lost forever mind goes into depression 
if it is lost for short time mind goes into sorrow if there is disturbance in that enjoyment mind goes into little agitation and impatience and all and anger i am enjoying something and some disturbance is there in the enjoyment one goes uh, becomes angry so there is always obstacle to this joy and if i am enjoying and i find that somebody has got more than what i have then i feel jealous even when i have a nice laddu in my hand and i am very happy bada laddu mujhe mil gaya then suddenly i find he has got bigger laddu than me tirupati ka laddu hai i feel jealous so it leads to this happiness leads to other thing instantly it is not pure happiness it leads to jealousy it leads to pride when i see that i am getting better happiness than the other i feel proud leads to pride leads to confusion anger uh, dissatisfaction all these things happen in this in this joy it is temporary as that contact is there there is happiness but as soon as that contact is lost then the mind goes into a disturbed state therefore all of us then we try to bring that condition back whenever we feel happy when the brain notes that down and tries to bring that similar condition and when it doesn't come we feel miserable sometimes we blame the other person also pehle to aap kitne acche the aajkal mere dekhte bhi nahi hai before marriage you used to bring flowers to me now you don't even bring kalis to me we want the similar but similar condition can't come you are married now <laughs> it is not similar condition it is this similar condition <laughs> but we want the same same type then when we don't get it we see, try to seek it somewhere else there also we don't get so this this is what is called rajasik happiness and being bound by this rajasik happiness itself is samsara actually samsara is nothing but becoming under the clutches of this rajasik happiness if one understands it whole psychology and comes out breaks it comes out of it that person can become free otherwise it's like a and it leads to addiction rajasik happiness leads to more and more addiction same thing we want to repeat it we want to repeat that state of happiness which we have experience when coming in contact with that object suppose one feels very happy drinking tea and with some sugar and we feel happy next time we want to put more sugar because that same happiness doesn't come so we try to put more we try to put more this thing and try to bring that because more and more the uh, intensity of that object is required to give me similar type of happiness in the good old days or in the uh, in the initial stages this much of wealth was sufficient to give me happiness now same type of happiness i can experience only if i have this much of wealth then same i can experience only with so the conditions keep on changing and becomes more and more tough more and more difficult and when those conditions are not fulfilled 
person feels frustrated, miserable. This we are talking about happiness. We are talking about the condition of the mind. Huh. Keeping the mind in sattvic condition, one can keep on working in this world. There is no uh, nothing wrong in performing action and uh, gaining more and more prosperity. But to think that prosperity alone will give me happiness is a rajasic uh, understanding, not proper. It doesn't give us happiness. It is meant only for outer uh, comfort and harmony, but not happiness. So, Parina, uh, and this another very interesting uh, condition or nature of this rajasic happiness is that in the beginning it is like great uh, like nectar but pariname vishamiva but in the end it gets converted into like poison only more and more sorrow more and more pain not only that happiness leads to sorrow but the 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 result of this type of indulgence in rajasic happiness leads a person more and more into Samsar only. The the teja, the the brilliance of our senses go down. So uh, the we require more intense, more stimuli to to make the senses uh, experience that happiness. The mind start becoming more and more dull. All the energy of our body, our mind, our intellect, and all gets depleted. Hmm. One loses. Uh, great opportunity of uh, attaining the supreme time is lost energy is lost opportunity is lost yeah. so pariname vishamiva in the end it is the parinam of this is like poison only then people reach a state of frustration that all my whole life has gone mera jivan kora kagaj nothing has been achieved Kuch kamana aya, what have I done? Kuch nahi mila, khali haat aagya. And all sorts of frustration then comes in their life. Because even with all pomp and show and all achievement, all temporary actually. It's like newspaper, ek din ka news hota hai. Yesterday's newspaper nobody likes to read. Not that it has gone or something like that, still the news is there but nahi. कल का पेपर है नहीं चाहिए बासा है फ्रेश कुछ न्यूज़ है क्या सिमिलरली अवर एचीवमेंट आल्सो इज लाइक हेडलाइन न्यूज़ ओनली फॉर वन डे इट इज देयर नेक्स्ट डे इट बिकम्स बासा फॉर अस आल्सो फॉरगेट अबाउट फॉर अदर्स यू विल हैव टू गो एंड टेल योर ग्रेटनेस टू अदर्स रिमाइंड देम अगेन एंड अगेन घर वाले तो भूल जाते हैं then any any guest or anyone coming then you start telling that person your greatness ye maine kiya hai idhar mere ko award mila tha wo certificate dekho idhar idhar dekho ye udhar in the home also they put all the photograph this that with the prime minister with the what you call president with this that and all and then keep showing others ghar wale dekhte nahi hai ghar wale se ye photo nikalenge to main dusra अपना अमिताभ बच्चन का फोटो लगा सकता हूं यहां पर और सम अदर हीरो परिणाम विषम इवा आई एम जस्ट रेमेटाइजिंग सो दैट यू कम टू अंडरस्टैंड 
the real nature of this rajasik happiness so don't seek rajasik happiness try to transcend this rajasik happiness and gain try to gain the sattvic happiness rajasik happiness se bhi lower is the tamasik happiness so parinami visham ivatat sukham rajasam smutam and the cause for this rajasik happiness is tamasik happiness and that is now been described in the next verse yadagre chanubandhe cha sukham mohanam atmanah nidralasya pramadottham tattamasamudahritam yadagre chanubandhe cha sukham mohanam atmanah ha tamasik happiness is experienced when the mind becomes dull when the mind become dull with ignorance with sleep with laziness with forgetfulness with delusion with uh, intoxication when the mind becomes dull there is also an experience of happiness in fact it is the experience of absence of pain and sorrow it is not exactly positive happiness also the experience of it's like giving anesthesia it's like one is not aware and unawareness like ignorance is bliss as they say unawareness ignorance one feels very happy that is the tamasic happiness nidra alasya pramada uttam it is born from nidra sleep alasya laziness pramad carelessness or forgetfulness gives rise to this happiness mast ekdam this also is quite popular in the world this happiness ha huh? very popular those who drink those who go into in, indulge in different types of addiction even work addiction workaholics and all this type of happiness one experiences it is when one forgets one's uh, own self when one forgets uh, one's duties one forgets what is right and wrong one forgets one's past and future one feels happy total happiness one person was falling down from a uh, 100 story building he was coming down falling down maybe he had gone to fix up something and he was coming down so one another person was standing in the balcony in the 50th floor he saw him coming down he asked how are you he said so far so good nice breeze nice thing i don't know what will happen in future but so far so good that is called tamasic happiness <laughs> so far so good if some problem is there some financial problem economic problem social problem family problem then what what is the solution thoda sa ek 
कप का ले लो दैट फेलो ड्रिंक्स एंड गेट्स इंटॉक्सिकेटेड एज सुन एज दैट इंटॉक्सिकेंट गोज डीप विद इन देर इज अनअवेयरनेस ऑफ एवरीथिंग देर इज नो अवेयरनेस ऑफ वॉट आर माई ड्यूटीज वॉट इज हु एम आई वॉट इज गुड वॉट इज बैड वॉट आई शुड डू वॉट आई शुड अवॉइड एवरीथिंग इज फॉर्गोटन एंड दैट फॉर्गेटफुलनेस gives rise to some sort of peace and joy that is called tamasic happiness it is absence of sorrow and pain and it leads a person more and more into delusion more and more into ignorance bhagwan says mohanam atmanah it deludes the self and not only in the beginning but in the end also yad agrecha anubandhecha sukham mohanam atmanah even in the beginning and the and the result of it is more and more delusion and uh, confusion only a person goes down gets degraded goes into more and more tamogun the ability of the senses get destroyed the ability of the mind the intellect all gets destroyed person becomes incapable of purusharth of purushartha means the person becomes incapable of earning money experiencing uh, happiness following the path of dharma and also attaining moksha the dharma artha kama moksha this purushartha uh, cannot be followed by this tamasic person becomes incapable worse than animals at least animals are capable of doing so many things but this fellow becomes totally incapable one who only re- relies on tamasic happiness and remains in that only see one thing we have to understand that all these three types of happiness all of us experience like we experience we go to sleep we experience tamasic happiness only we are lazy little bit sometimes we experience that tamasic happiness but to be totally overpowered by that tamogun and remain in that only will destroy that person little bit of tamogun happens actually because all these three gunas are there all the time and it is required also if this tamasic happiness or tamogun is not there in us we will not be able to sleep we will not be able to give rest to our body to the mind sleep will not be possible so this tamasic uh, thing is required but to only rely and indulge in that only is 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 dangerous so nidra alasya pramada uttam tat tamasam udartam yad agre cha anubandhe cha sukham mohanam atmanah so these are the three types of happiness and very important so when the doer means i identified with the body mind intellect performs action if my actions are tamasic if i am tamasic if the actions are tamasic then the results will also be tamasic happiness only and more and more bondage more and more pain and sorrow for me if i am rajasic my actions are rajasic the results are also rajasic uh, uh, joy year and year after but if my actions are satvik and i am satvik then i will get satvik happiness which will lead me into that state of meditation and enlightenment so these are the three steps three stages three uh, uh, different uh, categories 
of uh, happiness, Bhagwan has indicated. So after describing uh, the, the the karta, karma, and um, the what you call the buddhi and the dhriti and sukha, now Bhagwan tells in the next words. He says that all, every being in this world are uh, having these three gunas in them. Hmm? We'll chant the 40th verse. Natad asti prithivyamva Devideveshu vapunaha Sattvam prakriti jair muktam भगवान सेज देट देर आर देर इज देर इज नो वन ऑन अर्थ हु इज फ्री फ्रॉम दिस थ्री गुणास no one means no being satvam satvam here means being means human being animal birds plant no being on earth is free from these three gunas but what about heaven and all he says even in heaven na tadasti prithivyam va devi deveshu va punaha among the devatas among the other lokas the whole cosmos is an expression of these three gunas not only the living beings but inert objects are also expression of the three gunas even a tiny little atom is an expression of the three gunas the matter in those that atom is tamogun the activity which we see in that uh, atom is the rajogun and the pattern or the intelligence through which or the laws which is follows to have that action is the sattva gun these three gunas are there in matter in living beings in human beings in beings of other worlds also even the devatas the little little devatas hmm they are also beings who live in swarga they those who live in swarga are called devatas those who live on earth are called human beings so those devatas are also tamasik rajasik satvik satvam prakriti jair muktam nobody is free from this prakriti uh, the gunas born from prakriti therefore it is very interesting to understand the whole psychology of it and this much bhagwan till this 40th verse bhagwan has spoken about the theory now he will from 41st verse he will talk about the practical use of this theory once we have understood the whole mechanism how to use it in order to become free of these gunas though he has conveyed it but the the whole process will be explained in more detail from the 41st verse onwards that if everything is trigunas our body is trigunatmika our mind is trigunatmika how can we become free that bhagwan will reveal 
in a very beautiful way from the 41st verse onwards that we will see tomorrow.